Buenos dias, Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Spain update from Thursday, the 29th of April, 2021. We'll let you know the main stuff of the week, every week, in Spain. We'll start with the news from the Spanish Ministry of Industry, Trade, and Tourism. On Monday, the 26th of April, one of the ministers, Reyes Maroto, received a threatening letter containing a knife covered in red stains, possibly blood. This is the fourth threat received by various politicians in the last week. The Minister of Interior, Fernando Grande Marlaska, Pablo Iglesias of the far-left Unidas Podemos party, and Maria Gámez, who heads the Guardia Civil police force, also received death threats in the mail. Not yet clear, but the incident seemed to be connected, although the letter received by Maroto has a known sender, an individual diagnosed with schizophrenia, It follows the same template and also handwriting as the other letters. The handwriting examination for all the letters is still in process. All threats are currently under investigation by the Ministry of Interior, which plans to provide the affected politicians with additional security. Potential diplomatic feud between Spain and Israel arose after a Spanish humanitarian worker was arrested two weeks ago and has not been indicted to date. Juana Ruiz Sanchez A humanitarian worker with a Palestinian NGO was detained by the Israeli Army, or IDF, on the 13th of April near Bethlehem and is currently under investigation by the Israeli Internal Intelligence Service, Shin Beit. Contrary to international conventions, the Spanish authorities were not officially informed by the Israelis of her arrest. The Israeli Foreign Ministry declined to comment on her situation. However, a spokesperson reported that the Spanish citizen had been detained, quote, to be investigated on suspicion of committing crimes against security for terrorist activity and financing of the terrorist group Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, or PFLP, end quote. They also assured the world that she's not in a situation of administrative or indefinite detention, but rather under arrest for questioning. Two weeks of questions. Yeah. A statement from the campaign in Spain in favor of the liberation of Juana Ruiz Sanchez, supported by 2,000 signatories and 150 organizations, believe that her situation is increasingly worrying and painful for her family, and that the Spanish and European diplomats should take care of her case as a real priority. The bizarre case of COVID-19 spread that occurred in Mallorca a few months ago is finally unraveling. In January, a man from the town of Manacor began showing all the virus symptoms, but continued to work at a local bakery. After the symptoms did not subside for a few days, he did a PCR test. The next day, he went to work and later to the gym while waiting for the results. Colleagues urged him not to go home, but he refused and at one point pulled off his mask, coughed, and threatened to infect everyone with the virus. The results of his PCR test came back positive, creating panic among his co-workers and members of the gym he attended. Most of them tested positive at a later date, as did their families. Police finally arrested him on the 24th of April for the offense of causing injury. He appeared in court, but was released shortly afterwards. He's known locally as the super spreader, as he alone affected 22 people on the island. Luckily, no one was hospitalized. He was fired from his job at the bakery interesting approach to research on COVID-19 last month. 5,000 music lovers in Barcelona attended a concert as part of a COVID test program, the trial that could revive the live music industry in Spain and beyond. Fans did a rapid antigen test earlier in the day and did not have to physically separate, but they wore masks throughout the show. They hugged, danced, and sang at a sold-out concert 
by the Spanish indie band Love of Lesbians. 14 days after the concert, only six participants tested positive for COVID-19. Four of those were infected elsewhere. These promising results are great news for music lovers out there and hopefully a step towards a more safe new normal. The effect of all the changes and restrictions that people have faced over the last 14 months will undoubtedly be the subject of research in years to come, especially in the field of psychology. Even at this time, mental health centers in Malaga have reported a record number of admissions. Susana Ortiogoso, a psychologist at the Puerta Blanca Comunidad Health Center, said that in an interview with Malaga Hoy, that she'd seen considerable increase in hopelessness and uncertainty among her patients. People between the age of 35 and 55 seem to be the majority of those seeking help with mental health. Simultaneously, the most triggering factors are unemployment, financial uncertainty, and returning to work in enclosed spaces due to fear of contagion. Ortigoso hopes the government will listen to experts and ease restrictions for the sake of her patients. And while Malaga and the rest of Andalusia stick to their restrictions, that's not the case in Murcia. Having been one of the regions with the lowest number of COVID-19 cases in Spain, the so-called level one status, along with Galicia, Extremadura, the Baleares, and Valencia, Murcia has now reached level zero status. This is great news, allows the region to end the state of emergency sooner than other regions, and their curfew time will start to extend from just 11 until midnight. After going back and forth in recent days, the government has decided to maintain its intention to end the state of emergency on the 9th of May. It believes that epidemiological data support that and that it is no longer necessary. The Minister of Finance and spokesperson of the government, Maria Jesus Montero, stated in a press conference on the 27th of April that the autonomous communities have all the necessary instruments to face any new situations. He said that for this reason, the government has refused to approve new measures that allow common laws to restrict rights that can only be limited by tools such as a state of emergency. After all individuals over the age of 80 received their first dose of the vaccine, an interesting shift occurred relative to the average patients with COVID-19. Data provided by the Ministry of Health shows that the average age of positive cases has dropped from 42 to 40 years since the start of the third wave earlier this year, and the average age of patients with COVID-19 in intensive care dropped from 63 to 60. These data signify the vaccination is a beneficial tool to combat the spread and minimize the effect of the virus. Fewer and fewer people in the age groups have received at least one dose of the vaccine. Fewer have reported being ill. It's official. The traditional Bull Run Festival in Pamplona is canceled for the second year in a row due to the pandemic. The San Fermin Festival dates back to the medieval times and includes religious processions, concerts, and parties, along with Bull Run that made it famous. With its capital, Pamplona, the Navarra region, is one of the most affected by COVID-19 virus. Pamplona Mayor Enrique Maya told a news conference on the 26th of April that holding the ceremony would pose too great a risk as the number of vaccinated people is still low. While on the subject of bulls, animal welfare activists in Cordoba are demanding that the authorities cancel a bullfight scheduled for mid-May. PACMA, or El Partido Animalista contra el Maltrato Animal, opposes bullfighting not only due to social distancing restrictions. They believe that since Cordoba is a city with four World Heritage Sites, it does not deserve its image to be associated with animal abuse and bloody animal shows. This year's Oscars brought one victory for Spain, although Antonio Banderas and Penelope Cruz didn't bring home the statue, one Spanish makeup artist did. 
Sergio Lopez Rivera, born in Sevilla, won the prestigious award for Best Hair and Makeup for the film Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He proudly said that he owes this win to his grandmother, who financially supported his dream of moving to Los Angeles and becoming a makeup artist and inspired the look he used in the film. Let's finish with one of the biggest questions facing those of us who live in Spain. Are you allowed to drive while wearing flip-flops? This question has been asked so many times that the Spanish Traffic Authority's Dirección General de Tráfico, or DGT, has addressed this issue on Twitter. The short answer is yes, it is legal. For those few of you who do not follow their Twitter feed, they tweeted, quote, You've asked us again, so we're telling you again. Driving in flip-flops is not punishable unless it affects the safety of the driving in some way, for example, not letting you control the pedals, end quote. So there you have it, folks. It's legal, but stay safe out there in those flip-flops. That's it for this week. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Leave a review. You can also send us an email with recommendations, questions, or accolades to podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at Rorschach, R-O-R-S-H-O-K, dot com. Hasta la próxima.